It's 743. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. A West Virginia music icon is getting an unexpected award this weekend. Anytime I am honored by a West Virginia institution, entity, or whatever, as you know, in some way, it's a big deal for me. Find out who and what that award is coming up on this West Virginia Morning. Multiple West Virginia health centers will receive federal funding to vaccinate underserved populations. Emily Rice has more. As cases of respiratory diseases fill hospitals and health officials urge communities to get vaccinated this winter, $6 million is going to local health centers to provide COVID-19 vaccination opportunities to underserved populations. 31 health centers across West Virginia will receive funds from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Resources and the Health Resources and Services Administration. According to a press release, these funds will strengthen coordination between health care providers and community-based organizations. Health centers that receive funding will be encouraged to offer mobile, drive-up, walk-up, and community-based vaccination events and extend operating hours, among other steps. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. The West Virginia Board of Education heard public comment about disciplinary issues during Wednesday's meeting. Chris Schultz has more. Early in the meeting, two individuals spoke about their concerns regarding disparities in the state school discipline. Reverend Franklin Harrison of the Harrison County NAACP spoke first to discuss racial bullying and harassment in schools. My goal for being here today is for you to understand that we have a problem in Harrison County, West Virginia, and in other counties all throughout West Virginia, as it pertains to racial bullying, harassment, unfairness and discipline, and a push for academic achievement. He went on to request disciplinary data for Harrison County schools, but also urged statewide action, including diversity in recruitment of teachers and diversity in racial sensitivity training. Reverend Matthew Watts spoke more broadly about the multiple crises facing the state's poor children before focusing on education. Probably the most profound crisis we have is in education. Four reports that were produced over the last four months that I thought would have resulted in summits uh, being held all over the state. And it's pretty profound among, among poor children. And so what I'm here to request, we've got to take some action. Watts is referring to low scores on the state's own summative assessment and the National Assessment of Educational Progress, as well as the board's own student discipline report and the Higher Education Policy Commission's College Going Rate Factbook. Superintendent David Roach gave an update on the student discipline report later in the meeting. He said data has been distributed to county and school-level leadership and that the Board of Education directed the Department of Education to expand the scope and depth of the report to address these issues more effectively and develop a plan moving forward. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown. Our very own Larry Gross contributed to the mu- local music scene even before he helped found Mountain Stage. He has received honors and accolades for his work, but this weekend he's receiving something unexpected. He's going to receive an honorary doctoral degree from West Virginia University. Eric Douglas sh- sat down with er- uh, Larry earlier this week to discuss the award and what it means to him and his long-running radio show. This weekend, you're being honored by WVU with a, an honorary degree. When did you hear about that? Well, it wasn't that long ago. 
But I don't know how they pick these things. Uh, you know, they do them in the spring and in the fall. I'm sure this one is a smaller because this is a smaller graduation. Mm-hmm. So I found out. I got. I can't remember how I got. The, I got an email, I guess, at the, uh, or a call to call someone. But the woman then said that uh, Dr. Gee had personally decided to give me an honorary doctorate. Well, I mean, I was totally honored and totally kind of overwhelmed and truly surprised. And I don't know, I think this is one that's called the Presidential uh, Doctorate. From my point of view, it's like the West Virginia Music Hall of Fame and being included in that. Anytime that I get honored, same, I've got some awards from the West Virginia government for the arts, you know, things. Anytime I am honored by a West Virginia institution, entity, or whatever, as you know, in some way, it's a big deal for me because I really, I love this place. I'm, I've committed myself to this place. I chose this place. Well, I, I was going to say, let's back up a second. You're, you're originally a Texas boy, right? Yeah, but that's, you know, I, I'm 50 years in West Virginia okay. now, as, yeah. of, as of last October. I was 18 years in Texas, <laughs> and I was four years in Illinois, and a, and a year in New York City, and a year in Los Angeles. And then I got the opportunity to come to West Virginia. And it didn't take me a whole, even a whole year to be here before I realized that I really didn't want to. I didn't, didn't like in nine months realize this is going to be where I'm going to be the rest of my life. But I realized I don't want to leave. It, it really took off once you, you... Well, the hit song was here and uh, things that really made made my me known to the general public. All the Disney records I made and all that were done in when, as I lived in West Virginia. Many people think, oh, you did all that, then you came to West Virginia. No, that's not true. <laughs> I came here first. And I had a base, and then I realized after just a few years that this, this is this place I love. This is this was my home. I, I don't foresee ever leaving it. Yeah, no, I think at this point, fifty years in, we'll we'll just declare you a West Virginian. I, I hope so because I'm going to die here. I'm not people. It's funny because now that I'm moving out of Mountain Stage, some people say, "Well, you, where are you going to go? Florida, Texas? When you retire from this?" It's, it's, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> this this is where I want to be. I can deal with the winter time. And I certainly can deal with the other three seasons great. I mean, I'm, I love them. <laughs> right. And now that I've gotten into fishing and stuff, it's even more so I want to be here. I All mean, right. I, can, I can even do a little bit of that in the winter. But I, I love it, and I, I love this place. I raised, I met my wife here. I raised two West Virginians here, two West Virginia girls who are now women. What's the greatest accomplishment you think of musically in West Virginia? Well, uh, no question that the founding of Mountain Stage has made a biggest effect of anything that I've done here for the state. And and here's how I say for the state. Uh, at Mountain Stage, as, as a radio program, is help uh, up a little bit the profile of West Virginia mm-hmm. among music lovers. And we did that, uh, in a way, being swimming upstream. To, to be from West Virginia and call yourself a, a, a title that has mountain in it you're going to, everybody suddenly will assume, oh, so right, you're that Fiddle and Banjo show. Yeah, now, exactly. Right? Well, we love Fiddle and Banjo. We've had plenty of it on the show. It's just not all we have. And, you know, it's a minority of what we have, but everything's a minority of what we have. And I think that's important for other people to know that any time I can help break a stereotype about this state, I'm happy to do that. And that's, what I, that's where I think the biggest contribution we've made. And also to show that we can produce a show here. That's good enough to be a national sure. show and that people want, stations want, and NPR wanted. And so I think that's all, that's the importance, I think, of what I've done in music here. Well, this weekend, 
30, or anniversary of the 39th year. So you're going to you have a great weekend. Uh, I am. And I don't even have to work on the second part. <laughs> you're set to retire your what this next summer? Is well, it? after yeah, my 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 40th one year contract. And after that, I've told uh the my boss, uh Adam Harris that uh I you know, I'm not going to have another contract. Now, I may do some things for them on a smaller mm-hmm. level, make specials or do so. I don't know. He hasn't talked to me about if he wants anything else or not. One of the reasons we've lasted for 40 years, while there have been others come and go in the meantime, is that we're not hooked into my personality or anybody's, mm-hmm. you know. We are kind of transparent. We are uh, our band. Even though we have a house band, we got all this stuff. But they understand their place. It isn't to be out front right it's to be supportive it's to be the frame of of the painting the painting is the artist and they do their own painting and we frame it and we present it to you in a room on a wall and you go wow that's great we want that wall in that room the lighting to be great we want everything to be perfect so when you see it you're impressed so that's that's our job is to make the artists because it's going to live and die on the artist That was Mountain Stage founder Larry Gross speaking with Eric Douglas about receiving an honorary doctoral degree from WVU this weekend. This weekend is also the 39th anniversary show for Mountain Stage. It's 7.52. This is West Virginia Morning. It's going to be mostly cloudy across West Virginia today with a slight chance of scattered light rain or snow flurries. High temperatures will be in the mid-30s to the mid-40s. Cloudy tonight with a chance of a snow flurry. Lows in the 20s to the low 30s. Tomorrow, a chance of rain or snow flurries in the east. Otherwise, variable cloudiness with highs in the 30s to the low 40s. Support for this weather forecast is provided by the attorneys at Torreseva Law, representing firefighters, police officers, and West Virginia families. Information at torresavalaw.com. And support for West Virginia Public Broadcasting is provided by Marshall Health, providing comprehensive primary and specialty care throughout southern West Virginia and the tri-state region. More at marshallhealth.org. This week's premiere broadcast of Mountain Stage was recorded in Boston, Massachusetts, at the invitation of the Celebrity Series of Boston in the Berkeley Performance Center, with thanks to our affiliate, WUMB. Our song of the week is a timely one, as we are fully entrenched in the holiday season. Suddenly, it's Christmas, written and performed by Loudon Wainwright III, originally appeared on his 1993 live album, Career Moves. Though the song is approaching 30 years old, the sentiment could be seen as more relevant now than ever. Suddenly it's Christmas, right after Halloween Forget about Thanksgiving, it's just a buffet in between There's lights and tinsel on the windows, they're stocking up the shelves Santa's slaving at the North Pole in his sweatshop full of elves There's got to be a build-up to the day that Christ was born The halls are decked with pumpkins and ears of Indian corn Dragging through the falling leaves in a one-horse open sleigh. Suddenly it's Christmas, seven weeks before the day. Suddenly it's Christmas, the longest holiday. The season is upon us. It won't go away. 
It's a season, it's a marathon Retail eternity It's not over till it's over And you throw away the tree Outside it's positively balmy In the air, nary a nip Suddenly it's Christmas Unbuttoned and unzipped Yes, they're working overtime Santa's little runts Christmas comes but once a year And goes on for two months Christmas carols in December and November too. It's no wonder we're depressed when the whole thing is through. Finally, it's January. Let's sing old anxiety. But here comes another heartache shaped like a Valentine. Suddenly, it's Christmas. The longest holiday. The season is upon us. A pox. It won't go away. It's a season. It's a marathon. Retail eternity. It's not over till it's over and you throw away the tree. No, it's not over till it's over and you throw away the It's still not over till it's over and you throw away the tree. Hey, happy holidays! Yeah. That was Loudon Wainwright III performing Suddenly It's Christmas on the Mountain Stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day at our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Amelia Nicely, Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, Randy Yowie, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Chuck Anzalevich. This has been West Virginia Morning. Mm-hmm.